Welcome to We're Exposed. This is a podcast where three best friends dive into the comfortable and not so comfortable topics that some people may shy away from. We speak on these topics from a global perspective as well as from our personal experiences. So sit back, grab a glass, because it's time to get exposed. Hey guys, welcome back to We're Exposed. We're so excited. Hello, this is Valenti. (laughs) This is Sarah. This is Sammy. Sammy's really eager and excited. Sammy's really drunk. (laughs) Full disclosure. I have a big bottle next to me. Uh, I'm just feeling myself and I'm ready for a good time. So, Um, Cheers to that. Yeah, but we just wanted to do a weekly (laughs) check-in, first of all, just to see, you know, what kind of was going on for us this past week, and then we can dive into this week's episode. Okay, you start us off. So, something crazy happened to me this past week. Was it really crazy? It was really sad. And Sam's version of crazy. It was Sam's version of crazy, because I'm not really crazy. Things got insane. (laughs) Things got sizzling, but that's what happened. So... Uh. Basically, okay, this is how everything went down. So, <laughs> so basically, I was on my bedroom floor, and we have, like, the cheap sliders that have mirrors on them. And so I was sitting on the floor doing my makeup, and then I was doing my hair, and I was curling my hair with a wand. And I had YouTube on in the background, like, on our little iPad. And so I was curling my hair, and then I looked up to, like, watch part of the YouTube, and the wand, like, sat on my thigh. The wand sat. The wand sat sat on your thigh. Or did you you place it on your thigh? My, like, I just remember the feeling of, like, I was really into what was happening on on the iPad, so, like, my mouth, like, dropped open, and, like my hand kind of fell onto my lap. Like, so I was, like, hanging out. And your hand connected. <laughs> <What? laughs> like, what? I'm just trying to give a visual picture. When my mouth opens, I drop everything <laughs> in my hand. <laughs> and the wand, like, tapped my thigh. But what I remember is that it tapped my thigh, like, the, my inner thigh next to my knee. Ow. So it literally tapped it, I want to say, for not even a second. Mm-hmm. Like, it hardly touched me. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, like, Ow. And I looked down, and there was, like, a big red line on my leg. Um, And so I put ice on it, and then a few days later, that's when it really started to, like, bubble and pus. Aren't you not supposed to put ice on it? It was really hot, so I wanted to put ice on it. I should have put aloe. I should have put aloe on it, which I didn't right away. Um, But I noticed a few (laughs) days later that there was, like, a big, thick, like, red ring around it. And I was like, oh, crap, like, it's infected. Um... And so I called my sister, and I was talking to her about it, and she told me what to her do. Her sister's a nurse. Oh, yes. My <laughs> sister is a nurse. Um, and so she gave me a lot of tips to to treat it, and so I didn't really put anything on it, which was her advice, and I had it wrapped, so nothing touched it. And now it looks amazing. So now that it's actually, like, healed up, but now it's, like, getting into the scar phase of things, now I'm putting stuff on it. To help. Oh, did you try that beauty oil? I've been using oil? it every day. So Valenti like and his mom recommended a really nice beauty oil that like has a ton of like organic essential oil type stuff in it. It's and a, a family friends company. Um, her f- 
it's she's an older woman and her great grandfather <laughs> her great grandfather was studied um west or eastern medicine and then her father started western medicine and then she combined the two yeah so i really like it and so it smells cool. really good too um so i've been using that in my burn looks way better what's the name of their company so we can shout it out Pomo, 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 Pomo. Might be Pomo Valley Herbs. Yes, there you go. Um, but that was just kind of my weekly um, recap of what happened with me. Oh, that was stupid. Yeah, it was really. Stu- it was so stupid. Honestly, it was a oh, Sammy move. Her like, recap was stupid. No, oh, no. Like she if, is. if you, <laughs> I totally am. And honestly, like if anyone knows me, you know I'm a total klutz. Like I trip over everything. I spill stuff on myself. Like. I am just a total hot mess 99.9% of the time. So when I did that, I was like, this is a total... Oh, thanks. I was like, this is a total Sammy move. So, yeah. In the future, I don't know if this is correct, so look it up. But I think if you, like, run flowing, not freezing, but just in general, like, colder water, it's better for it. Because, like, I think it shocks your skin when it's ice. Well, I had a towel, to... so it was it was just cool. Oh, okay, it wasn't like a straight up ice pack on it because I don't like the feeling of straight up ice pack on my skin. Well, my update is even crazier. Oh yeah, I read a book. You completed a book. No, actually, yeah, that's a good feeling. Um, it's really hard for me, like you guys know. It's really hard for me to complete books because I grew up with ADHD, and it's just. That's one of the things that makes it really hard to just sit down and read. And I started reading, well, Sam's pouring some more wine. again. <laughs> I didn't think. Hopefully we can get through the yeah. episode. Um, but what was I <laughs> Oh, oh. Yeah, I read a book called Conventionally Yours. And it's the first um, romance book I've ever read. And it was a gay rom-com and I just loved it, and it was very inclusive. There was someone that was neurodiverse, so they lied somewhere on the spectrum, but it didn't specify what, where, and it just treated them like normal human being, which they are, and I loved it. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you for finishing Thank it, Thank you. And I have, like, a really weird thing where when I finish books, I get really fucking depressed. Or when I finish <laughs> TV shows, I literally, I'll just want to just sit there and be sad and cry all day, because I'm like, oh, well... There go my friends. See, that's how I felt with Outlander. I was going to say, I do that with um, TV shows or yeah. Mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. Outlander. But yeah, Sarah was nice enough to let me finish the book while I was with her. Yeah, I literally picked him up <laughs> and he's like, um, can I finish my book? So she we weren't was... even socialized. I'm like, and she was in like a his... sad mood already anyway. So I felt bad, but I was like, I'm just going to let you know, like, <laughs> If I don't read it now, I'm going to read it later when I'm home alone and Brandon's asleep, and then I'm just going to be really depressed all night. So can I finish these last few pages, and then we can do you. (laughs) So I was, like, really, like, his chauffeur. Yeah. Just, like, came to pick him up. As we were on our way to go visit Willow again. Shout out to Willow. Oh, Willow. Yeah. That was was my thing, is if you are looking for an amazing gay rom-com, conventionally yours by someone. By some. Yeah, I can't remember her name. I feel really bad. It starts. It starts with an A, like Annabeth Albert. Oh, I think that's it. Annabeth Albert. But yeah, that's mine. I finished a book. Nice. Mm. Nice. Crazier than Sammy's, right? Good for you. <laughs> <clears throat> 
Um, so, okay. Um, Not I... much happens in Sarah's life. Shut it's up. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I am, well, did. Okay. Had to move a bunch of my mom's things into a storage unit. Thank you, Sammy, for helping me out last night. Oh, that's something that we can talk about, too. Okay, continue. We, um, yeah, she has a Honda Pilot, so we filled up her car. We did two trips. That was super helpful. Um, and I know, like, moving shit is not ever a fun thing to do, but I appreciate you being there for me. And I You're welcome. Also, it was fun. Also late notice. It too. was fun. We had I'm glad we did that. Yeah, Valenti was nowhere to be found. I was at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you wouldn't have liked it anyways. No, I wouldn't. I enjoyed the earlier part of the day when we were with Willow. And we got to traverse through Poison Oak. <laughs> that was not fun. It was not fun. Anyways, back to me. Cool girl, Sarah. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually did have fun with you. It was, yeah, it was a good time. We, oh, right. Yeah, Wait. that's what I was trying to talk about. Oh, okay. So okay, so we got there. We got there. We went to the storage unit. I got all set up for my mother. And there was a fucking lock on it. I'm like... What? And the office was closed <laughs> at this point. <laughs> so I am, like, so pissed off. I'm trying to, like, keep calm. And Sam's, like, trying to explain to me. She's like... They probably didn't want anyone like putting their things in your unit just to be safe. I'm like, well, where's the fucking key then? Why didn't they give me a key? I was so irritated. Um, I also have a very short temper, so Sam's like, well, it looks like we're going to get bolt cutters. <laughs> so we fucking drove to. Do you know the store? Did we tell no. you this one? Oh yeah. So we had to drive to. Uh, Home Depot, we purchased the last bolt cutters there. Oh, and by the way, when we got there, we we're asking someone for help where they were. And I was yeah. like, she was like trying to look it up on her phone. And I was like, yeah, so we're, we're kind of robbing a bank. So can we, like, we need the bolt cutters. And she looked uncomfortable. And she was very uncomfortable. And like, we have our masks on, which of course wear your masks, but it just like added to the like the illusion that we were like bank robbers. But it was really funny. But yeah, we grabbed the last, the last set. Yeah. <laughs> and traumatized a poor girl. And traumatized. <laughs> yeah. She reported you guys after. Probably. <laughs> There's going to be a loud knock at the door in a few minutes. <laughs> um, so then we went there and it took both of our strength to fucking break this lock. It was really fun. It was actually so really fun to break the lock with these did you, cutters. You started first. Sarah started first, was trying to do it, and she got pretty, pretty deep. She got, she's getting there. Yeah. And then I took a turn and I got pretty deep too. And then she took a turn and I was like, fuck it. So like, I kind of like pushed on it too. So we were both pushing on this padlock yeah, and like so part of it, part of like the handle was pushed up against the door, the storage unit door. And so we were grabbing onto the other one, like pushing it against it, like as leverage and it snapped and it like went flying. <laughs> this freaked us out. It's pretty funny. But it felt good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we were probably on camera breaking into a store. Unit, but that's okay. It is at my I can't believe that unit. they put a lock on it and didn't give you any code or key or anything. I was I, so mad. I said, like, 
because I was like, oh, I understand why they did it. However, they should have told her, like, if you're planning on coming here after hours. Well, then... the weird thing is any time that I've ever been a part of, like, my mom or grandma or something getting a thing, they typically, you bring your own lock. They leave it open until you fill it and it's your responsibility to lock your shit up. Right? That makes sense. Yeah. Um, Did you guys break into someone else's That's what we were joking about. I was scared. I was like, are we going to break this lock in someone's shit? She's like, oh, it's actually the next one over. Sam asked me a couple times. She's like, are you sure now? This is the right one. But we opened it and it was empty empty. and it smelled like man. Like strong. Like fresh. No. Fresh cologne. Like cologne, not like B.O. man. No, no, no. Like cologne. Like it was super strong. Like it just hit you. like man. Like a wall. Anyways, um, and then this morning, or today, I finished it all. Um, so I woke up early, went and got a U-Haul, and... A U-Haul. <laughs> yes. Um, and um, just started packing more, more of the shit. I mean, Valenti and Sam know how much... My mom has accumulated. I love you, mom. Love you so love much. You, mama love we you. all love you, and we are not talking shit. Sarah is, but Sammy and I aren't. No, I was, <laughs> there was an old ass keyboard that she didn't need. There was a real. It looked. I was going to help her with it and just toss her in the recycle. But. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So um, and I just kind of. Oh, my mom's in New York. Sorry, I never, I don't know if I said that before. So, and with COVID and stuff, she's not really feeling comfortable to travel to California. Um, so, and my mom, like, thanked me a lot. But it, yeah, it was a pain in the ass. But I love that I can just be there for her, you know, like. I don't know. I I want. I always want to be someone that people can rely on. So, for me, it was like, yeah, I acknowledge that it was not a, a fun thing for me to do, but being like dependable and loyal is way more important to me. Yeah. Um, with the relationships that are um, important to me. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, now that we've gotten to check in with each other, um, let's get to today's episode, which is relationships, more so the types of relationships that we see around us nowadays. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is couples, right? Is what we were wanting to... Oh, specifically romantic. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. I'm actually really excited about this because I feel like I've opened up a new chapter regarding this or like a new pathway with hubby and so i'm just yeah i'm really excited also though not just couples because there are polyamorous relationships which is another thing that we're gonna get into so just romantic more than two if you didn't know yeah Uh... (laughs) thruples or cropples So, yeah, I can kick us off. So, basically, I think we just wanted to talk about, you know, first off, relationships that we, you know, the quote-unquote social norm, which is monogamy, 
which is mm-hmm. actually not really the social norm anymore. Which is not the social norm anymore, but I feel cool. like it's it's always been like society's it's, norm like right. throughout the years. It's what is still referred to as traditional. Correct. That's a better um word. so you know man and woman relationship etc cetera, etc cetera, you know really staying loyal not cheating no like talking to other people that sort of thing and I feel like nowadays because things are so progressive and we you know have gays lesbians we have poly we have trans we have all these different types out there right Mm -hmm. that the traditional just doesn't work anymore and I feel like just from my personal relationship I feel like like just the normal you know man woman staying loyal just it doesn't it doesn't work as I mean I'm not condoning cheating that's not what I'm saying but as far as like you know going Why out aren't people cheating <laughs> just like going out and experimenting <laughs> as far in like communication because that's such a big deal and just diving into you know when men and women we have attractions and we have attractions outside of the person that we're with and it's not that necessarily that you know we could but it doesn't necessarily mean that we love or in are in love with other people, but again, we could poly. Mm-hmm. But you know, just having those attractions and that like physical need, because ultimately, you know, we are animals, right? We we need to reproduce, and we. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like that's was that's that a jab of, at me being gay? Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. Like was we that a jab at me. We're animals, and we're alone. meant to reproduce, and you know, sexuality it's healthy and it's a good thing and it's yeah it is normal and yeah so I I yeah I just wanted to kind of dive in into more of that and kind of hear you know your guys's views too and what you're yeah well feeling about that too I guess I'll I guess maybe we can each talk about the types of relationships that we are in or have been in that's good Mm -hmm. I love it include Sarah in there (laughs) (laughs) well um so brandon and i we have um on and off throughout our relationship we've tried to be open and stuff and it has worked when we when we close it's great when we've been open it's been great as well and it really it cultivates um just a new avenue of communication that was never there before because you get to a point where you're not trying to like hide a certain part of you or certain desires. And you're trusting. And you're too. trusting someone yeah. and they're oh trusting you. Mm-hmm. So I personally, I'm all for open relationships, polyamorous relationships. I think w- what's important is what's going to work for you and not letting yourself also be strong armed into yes. what's not going to work for you. Yeah. And that takes a lot of open communication because I know a lot of people that have like talked about how basically yeah strong arming like being like and i told them that the only reason i'm going to be with them is if that if we open up and and you immediately as soon as you cross that you open resentment in the relationship instead of trust yeah and i think that's what's really driving is the trust it allows you to really explore who you are who your partner is and what it means for you going forward as a couple thruple all that yeah and it's, you know, trusting your partner, but trusting yourself mm-hmm. and accepting that of yourself too. Can you elaborate on that? What do you, well, as far as like for me, I'm a very jealous person and I, I don't trust before like 
it's a work in progress, right? We, yeah. We all have our things that we're trying to work on. But it's like, you know, first of all, trusting my partner, but also trusting me to trust my partner. And really just more of that. Like trusting myself and knowing what I want and feeling good about what I want instead of feeling stuck in those social norms or traditional mm-hmm. views and trusting that what I'm feeling, it's okay. Yeah. It's it's okay. And I need to trust that and also love myself with that too, right? And support myself with that too, mm-hmm. along with my partner. And I think what, like what you're saying about the trusting thing, I agree with because the resentment isn't one way of you like stronger. It can be in yourself too, where you, you thought you were on board for this and yeah. now suddenly you're not, but now you don't want to communicate that because now you're going back on everything you right. said before. And then now you're starting your, your own resentment against your partner unbeknownst yeah. to them. And that's not fair at all. Right. So I, yes. I understand what you're saying about the trusting yourself to trust. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I love that. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So that's my, the types of type of relationship I've been in in the past before Brandon. I've had um, I've had like extremely open relationships. I've had long distance relationships. I've yeah. I've been open to many 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 forms, and I think it's it's healthy to explore and find out. And now I know more so what's what fits me as a person. Yeah. Because I was able to have that time to explore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Nice. Um, I've always felt like trust is way more po- important than monogamy or like putting a label on it or putting your relationship in a box. Like I always, I guess if I were to label a relationship I would want to be in, it would be trust. Like, like you guys, both of you yeah, guys already talked. I love that. Oh, thanks. Um, so yeah, that's my (laughs) label for a relationship because for me, um, I'm not going to enter a relationship if I don't trust them. Yeah. And I know you guys were talking about like trusting yourself, but I've never had a problem with that. So that's not a factor in, in my mental process. So I'm always analyzing the other person thinking like, you know, do I trust them enough to enter a relationship with them? And if I do feel that way, then I'm all for a relationship. But if there's any inkling of me not feeling like I can trust them, I'm, I'm, it's not It's not happening yeah. for me. I think I'm, that, I'm very cutthroat. <laughs> yeah, I think that really reflects on you as a person. You have always been very, like, open communications, the most important thing. So I think that's why you don't have the problem with trusting yourself. Because I know for, like, Sammy and I, it's, like, speaking up for ourselves has been a long journey. And it's trying to please yeah. other people, too. Mm-hmm. And I you, I take a lot for, like, when I'm in a situation, I kind of take a, like, think about what how you might approach it. Stop. And, um, I yeah, I garner power from that by being like, well, let's see, like, how would Sarah approach that? Because Sarah's never been afraid to speak up for herself and say what she feels is right or what's right for her. And I think that's really amazing of you. (laughs) (laughs) And like for me, because I mean, I feel like I'm still, Brandon and I are still trying to like figure 
what we want out. And I think for right now, we don't necessarily, we don't want open relationships. We don't want to like, because I know in some relationships, the people in said relationships are, you know, they set a boundary, whether they're actually fully open or they're open verbally, not necessarily physically. Not necessarily fibbly. The wine's kicking in. Um, but so for Brandon and I, we, I feel like if we ever, or when we're ready and we do, you know, take that step forward into uncharted territory, we want to do it together. Mm-hmm. We don't want to have, you know, separate people that we're talking to or separate people that we're physically intimate with. We want to do all of it together. Mm-hmm. And so that's like, we've been having really deep talks about that and really seeing, you know, really just diving in and what I like and what I want and being so transparent to the point where it's a little uncomfortable, oh, but it's not, uncomfortable. you know what I mean? Like it's uncomfortable. It's not because we're, you know, we're best friends ultimately and yes we're lovers yes we're married but we're best friends so you know being able to just sit down and really dive in and get uncomfortable it's just awesome and it's very liberating too and yes you know being comfortable enough to talk about your sexuality not only with your friends but with your significant other Mm is just so important and again like trusting yourself and communicating and trusting your person yeah. Too, yes. Right? Yes. Back to trust. Um, it all trust. comes back to trust. Yeah. And I <laughs> and think. So true. Yeah. And I think <laughs> for a while too, like before we had this big conversation, all these things kind of came to light. I was always very closed minded, not necessarily of everyone around me. I'm very open. And Just I, for yourself. It's for myself specifically mm-hmm. to where I was like, this is how I see my life. And I'm stuck in my box of what I want and what I envision and not flexible. Well, and I'm I not think, flexible. I, I think that. a lot of it has to do with you've had a very unstable past. Yes. Yes. Oh my yeah. God. That ties and into so, it so much. for you, and tell yeah. me if I'm wrong. No, you're, I agree with you. For already. you, I believe it has <laughs> a lot to do yeah. with it was so unstable that you had the vision of the exact opposite of what it meant to be stable. Right. And so you've clung to that so hard because, like, you don't want to get anywhere near back to what it used to be when right. you had no control in your life. Right. So you've held on to that traditional aspect of what, like, a relationship should be because yeah. anything outside of that is not it's natural not, in exactly. what, like, what your brain would think. Exactly. And it means that it's back to being unstable. Exactly. So I think you even talking about this is such like a huge stride yeah from where you've been when it's acknowledging it too I mean that's a really big part of it and even just not like romantically like sexually intimately but even just like I was so close-minded as far as like you know I have a boy I start dating I have a boyfriend we get married before we have kids we buy a house and then we have kids like there's like this whole line of like Mm-hmm. what I have to do because I don't want to turn out how I was brought up or, you know, how those people were. And mm-hmm. so like I have that stuck in my head to you and taking a moment to just know like it is okay. And like, I need to do what's right for me, not what my closed box. Well, you says. have to, for growth, you have to be able to like let go of not, not really the expectations of the world around you, but the expectations that you've set for yourself. Yeah. 
that's what really holds people down, I believe. By taking away those expectations, you're just, you're a blank canvas that's ready to burst forth. Yeah. 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 And I love you both too, that you're so open and like, you know what you want and you've always kind of been comfortable and like gone for it too. Like, I love that. Cause right now I'm just now finding what I like and what, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And actually being able to talk about it. And I love that you guys are just so open like from the get-go so open about it and just going for it you know what's funny is that you actually like projected that a lot too that like you needed it a certain way yeah because me and Ethan were actually just talking about this the other day we were talking about like getting married and all that stuff and then you came into conversation and he mentioned something about like you wanting things always like a certain way, like cookie yeah. cutter. And he w- obviously was not like yeah. talking badly. He was just he was like, talking Love you, Ethan. Shit. Love you, Ethan. <laughs> like, that yeah. bitch always wanted. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally just explained the same thing Valenti was talking yeah. about your, your childhood and how you're brought up. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Oh wow, yeah, that makes complete sense yeah. then. Yeah. Once you like when you know someone as well as we know you, yeah, you see those why things are the way they are. Yeah. And it's just all about expansion. And I love to, in this day and age too, how, you know, we are so progressive and we are so open and loving. And of course there are those people who aren't, but for the most part, there are those people who open, loving, you know, trans, poly, whatever you are. I mean, that's, that's how it is. And that's okay. That's good. And to actually talk about it and be open about it, because again, trust and communication are such a big factor and everything um so yeah I just I I love that and I'm excited about it too like a new chapter for you yeah liberation so I just kind of want to talk about my journey a little bit so it's like um I would say complete opposite of Sam (laughs) so um when I was younger I would I would enter monogamous relationships because, you know, that's what is, like, you know, broadcasted or, like, more forefront, at least when I was younger. So I felt like, okay, I like someone, so I'm going to be monogamous with them. That's what you do, right? Um, And it would not, like, last long, and then I would end up breaking up with them. And as I got older, I was like, oh, this seems weird to, like, make a promise, um to be monogamous when it seems as though I'm not ready for this. Um, yeah, so I was like, well, okay, then maybe let's not do monogamy. So then I started entering more open relationships, um, and that worked for me, and it's what I needed at that point in my life. And now that I have, I've had those experiences, now I actually want monogamy. Now I want someone that's mm-hmm. like just mine and I'm just there. I know it sounds very possessive and like, I don't know, but it's just, it's just it's what, what I, you like. It's yeah. what I like. Yeah, I'm more interested in now. And it's not that I'm closed off from open relationships, but it's not something I really, really want now. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. So I'm like opposite of Sam. <laughs> Well, and everyone, yeah, everyone's different. Everyone has their likes and their dislikes and what they want and what they don't want. So I, I love that. Yeah, I feel like I was all over the place. You were. 
Yep. <laughs> you still are. <laughs> yeah. I, we love it. Done, but yeah, I absolutely did, love and it. And we'll do everything. <laughs> Get it, booty. Yes. How we feel about relationships and our journeys. Yes. I thought I think it's nice to have open conversations <laughs> about open relationships. <laughs> about <laughs> yeah, just about what it means to be in relationships, and I think we accomplished that. Yeah. And, and there will probably be more episodes in the future we might have guests that are in a polyamorous relationship or something like that. Yeah, but that I think it's a good chill. starting off point. And I I know a few people that I might be able to. Okay, cool. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And I, I think, yeah, going down to it, you know, communication and trust, 100%. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whatever relationship or who you are, I mean, whatever it is, just communication and trust. I mean, yeah. That's I bottom line. So completely agree. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening today. Don't forget to go to our Instagram page. We're Exposed Podcast. And we've been exposed. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.